Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time again. It's time for the Midweek War! Now, I apologize. There's no TNA big board this week, but we do have the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton, with me here tonight. Eamon, how are you, sir? I am actually not too bad this week when it comes to this show. Um, uh, we'll have some stuff to say, obviously, but, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm we're going with a good attitude. That, that's great for you. I started watching this at 1.30 in the morning, and oh, man. Oh, God. Not, not the best strategy. And I had already watched Ring of Honor, NXT, and Lucha. So maybe I was tired. I doubt it. But, you know. Uh, we're, we're talking no surrender. Eamon, what was your one word this week for no surrender? Uh, uh, rushed. I'll say rushed. Okay. All right. Uh, my one word was tap. Tap. I, I, I'm, I'm tapping out. Uh, TNA. Oh, man. Here we go. All right. Eamon. In this free purview on Destination America, <laughs> what was your one good thing? Uh, my one good thing for this week's uh, uh, episode, of, or this TNA No Surrender, was uh, the Austin Aries Rockstar Spud match. Uh, I like the, <laughs> I like the actual match. Uh, I thought it was very competitive. I usually don't really like Austin Aries matches, but I really like this one for some reason. Um, I do think the whole career stipulation thing was kind of just, you know, not really built at all. Um, but I, I still liked it. I, like, I, I, I thought the match was great. The finish was really cool. I love the top rope. Uh, uh, what is he calling it? The underdog, I guess. The mm-hmm. Like, basically the deadly dog or whatever. Yeah, this, um, this is the week for finishers off the top rope. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, but I, as, as far as the actual match goes, I liked it. I thought the crowd was into it. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah, uh, that match was really good. That was going to be my backup if you did if you hadn't said that. Uh, I I mean, Rockstar Spud is always great. He oh, yeah. makes whatever they give him work. I love that he got really serious and took off his bow tie. Mm-hmm. Like that, like, that, to me, is like Bailey tightening her headband. You know, it's... It adds a new and afterwards, Rockstar Spud, uh, Rockstar Spud, Austin Aries gave Spud back the bow tie and shook his hand, and you know, uh, that was, was that was nice. really good. Yeah, and I love the promo after with him and Bobby Roode because as as it was happening, all I thought was, okay, Bobby Roode's gonna turn. Okay, yeah. Bobby Roode's gonna beat the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. See, I thought that Bobby. was just those two guys talking after the match, and there happened to be a camera there. But well, because Bobby was kind of like. So what do I do now? Like mm-hmm. he was kind of just like defeated in a sense because Aries was gone. So I was like, okay, he's gonna turn on him and beat the shit out of him in the back. But they didn't do that, and it was actually really nice. And and uh, you know, I, I thought it was cool. 
And if it leads to a Bobby Roode Rockstar Spud match, I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Two of the performers I actually like on the show feuding. That's that's always a good thing. Obviously, um, I feel like I feel like Bound for Glory needs to lead to a certain match being for the heavyweight title uh, involving Rockstar Spud. Yeah, but I don't. I don't, I don't think, think DNA's going to do that. Based on the location for Bound for Glory, I don't think we're going that way. Yeah. Um, certain people can't leave their own state, apparently. Um, my good this week is the partial Metal Mayhem match. Um, <laughs> I, 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 li- I liked it. Uh, EC3 beat Matt Hardy clean as a whistle, which is fantastic. I mean, kind of expected. Um, but they had some good spots in the match. You know, it was, it was a fun watch, as, as those kinds of matches tend to be. I thought it was interesting that even in the middle of his world title match, TNA decided that Jeff was more important Yeah, at some points. Because, <laughs> like, the first time Matt started getting offense, they quick cut to Jeff Hardy watching the match. I just thought it was a little odd. Basically, the story of Matt Hardy's life. The only way I'm okay with this is if we get to see, like, maybe Matt versus Jeff in North Carolina as opposed to Jeff versus EC3. Yeah. I mean, uh, who knows where they're going with it. Oh, wait. We can all find out because it's already recorded. But anyway. Oh, we know where they're going with it. Actually, I'm trying not to read spoilers. I'm trying to be good about this. There was one thing that happened on this week's episode that was spoiled about, and we'll get to that. Eamon, Mm -hmm. what's your bad this week? My bad for this week uh, is uh, uh, Mahabali Shira, <laughs> who's really terrible. He was really not good. They, and it was that's the thing. The whole stuff with him turning on on um, uh, Storm. Storm or whatever felt so uh, felt so rushed. Mm-hmm. Like it, it felt like, oh, he turned on him. Now we're gonna have the match on the same show. Like it, I don't know. It, it, it felt weird to me. Uh, he, I can't, there, I started to like the promo he cut on him as soon as he turned on him. And then he just kind of went off the rails. Um, and then the match happened and he was tripping over himself. Mm-hmm. Like it was really bad. Yeah. Uh, Shira, Koya, whatever you want to call him. Not, not too great in the ring. And if he's the one that ends up taking out James Storm from TNA, well, that, that's, that yeah. doesn't, that doesn't bode well. Because how many last moments is James Storm going to have? I thought being DDT by Mickey was a great send-off for him. But, uh, but um, my, my bad this week <sighs> is uh, well, Bully, Bully, Bully Ray was taken out. Of course he was. Because um, I, heard, I heard Bully's chronic injury was wallet lightning. Which I mean, you know, it, it's a plague down there in the impact zone. Um, so Dixie, Dixie decided that she needed someone else to run the show. And I mean, who's the most trustworthy person you can think of there, Eamon? Uh, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe Mike Tenay, maybe mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy Borash. Give the Harris um, brothers another job. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Harris brothers. Um, uh, no, no. For some reason, for some reason, <laughs> TNA Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett was there, uh, and and Jeff Jarrett is going to be running Impact. 
Hey, um, hey, Dixie. Uh, I, I know it was kind of a, a hard decision to make, so, you know, with the sudden loss of Bully Ray. Um, I, I, I do have an idea, though, for who can can run the show with his uh, with his sudden absence. You. Mm-hmm. You're the president of the company. Why do you need someone else running the show? Well, uh... you also said you turned over a new leaf. So wouldn't you like to show people that you turned over a new leaf? Yeah. Um, Eamon, I, I'm scared. Where's that graphic that they uh, of someone news in charge or whatever that, that TNA posted? Because we need to just fucking keep posting that weekly. That's mm-hmm. the new Bram just got re-signed to TNA. Yeah. Um, it's stupid. It's so I, stupid. I'm really scared. Like, you know what? If you're going to have Jeff Hardy there who can't wrestle anyway, why not put him in charge? Mm. I feel like that would be a better op- like th- I can think of about a dozen better options to run things in TNA. Why not have the Wolves? Clearly, you can't have them on TV now because of the whole Hernandez situation, which explains why the tag titles are obsolete now. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're we're gonna get Global Force Impact, aren't we? We kind of are. Mm. I don't want it. I don't. I. I. I, I don't want it. Can someone wake me up when September ends? Because I feel like TNA will be gone. And yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, by the way, if at the end of September TNA goes to their YouTube feed for all of their uh, Bound for Glory buildup, uh, we're not reviewing that shit. No, no, no. Nope. That's not part of the midweek war. Nope. If, if you're on the, review, if you're on the can't review, we're going to Jakarta, we're not reviewing that shit. Yeah. Oh God! All right, um, Eamon, what, what what would you change about Impact this week? God. Besides, you know, a lot of it. Besides a lot of it, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, parts of the I don't like what they're doing with the knockout stuff. Oh, I hate and it. I I why is Taryn suddenly like like running around arms flared like? Like scared for her life. Like, Gail Kim just has a new outfit on. Who gives a shit? Like, who cares? She's no different. There's so much wrong about the knockouts now that I can't even, I can't even pinpoint. Like, this was no surrender. Why wasn't there a knockout title match? There was a handicap match though, because of course there was. Yeah, uh, and I, a handicap I, match where. The one, uh, I I don't even. Know. I feel so bad for uh, Marty Bell and Jade. They're, I can't believe I'm even calling that Mia Yim. Uh, it, it, they make them look like such garbage. And you know what? I feel bad for Taryn too, because Taryn's very good. And, the and, three of them in the dollhouse—they're trying very, very hard. Yeah, and it's nothing. It, it's nothing against the performers. It's 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 completely what they're given and. Honestly, what they're given wrestling-wise, too. Because Gail Kim, I, I know she's being, like, touted as, like, one of the greatest women's wrestlers ever. She's honestly not that great. Like, I I, I don't understand what they're going for here. And uh, I, I feel like they have the capability. You have talented people on that in, in that dollhouse and on that roster. Just use them and, and make them, you know, don't do weird, like, fucking 
fetish gimmicks and just have them be awesome, you know, because they have every capability to be awesome, you know? Um, let's see. If I could change anything this week, I would um, I would have not had Anderson versus Bram or, <laughs> or Drew versus Drake because um, I did not care about anything that any of those four men had to do. I, I, I thought Drew versus Drake wasn't too bad. Uh, uh, minus the fact of like Drew Galloway just keep ye- proceedingly yelling stand up constantly. I get it. That's your catchphrase. Yeah, I get I, it. You're trying to use symbolism. <laughs> and why do you want your opponent to stand up? If know. anything, Corey Graves had it right. You want him to stay down. If, if if Drew Galloway shows up with stand up tattooed on his knuckles, that's that's, <laughs> that's amazing. But no, I agree. S T A N D U P. All right, hashtag S T A N D U P. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, stand up. Uh, Bram and and Mister Anderson can go die in a fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I I said this once. Some people gave me a little bit of grief for it on Twitter. NXT opened up with Charlotte versus Bailey. Ultima Lucha opened up with Mundo versus El Patron. ROH opened up with a fucking crescent kick coronation. And No Surrender opened up with Anderson versus Bram. Mm-hmm. The it, hot opener. Yeah. Um, and also, also, do, also, just out of curiosity, and I won't spoil this, Mike, do you know where this match is leading to? Oh, God, I'm scared to find out. Is there a microphone on a pole match? So oh, next. no. Oh, no. Your silence says way too much. I'm way too close to that. I don't want to know anymore because I'm just going to cry. And I'm already going to do enough crying when we talk about Ultima Lucha. But um, oh, yeah. why wasn't this Bram match a no DQ match like all of his other ones? Yeah. Like, wasn't the whole point of this that he beat Anderson bloody and made Anderson contemplate retiring? Like, this was just a normal match. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Also, Mr. Anderson looks god-awful. Yeah. Like, maybe like, that's just rest- I'm not referring to his wrestling. Like, he physically looks awful. Mr. Anderson has become the Brett Favre of wrestling, awesome. which I guess is his dream, but not in the way he thinks. He's like toasted and gross. Like it's just the worst. Like like hot dog like shoved into a pair of tights. Like it's so disgusting. Yeah, Brett Favre. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like if he sent a dick pic to someone, he'd go full Brett Favre. Um, but yeah, uh, TNA. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm trying. I'm really really trying to like you. You have a great champion. You have probably my favorite champion of all the companies right now. But Jesus Christ, man, everything else from from that down is just not well. Um no. Amen, where where would you rank TNA this week? It is my fourth. Uh, I would encourage people yeah, do watch Aries and uh, Rockstar Spud, and if you like that style of the Full Metal Mayhem, watch Matt Hardy and EC3. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you don't really kind of watch this show. 
we're the only ones that got to watch it because it's on TV and it's in the midweek. <laughs> yeah, uh, TNA, uh, No Surrender is going to be my number fourth this week, too. Um, like Heyman said, th- there were two good matches. Everything else was, it wasn't pay-per-view quality. It wasn't even close. Like, there was nothing on the line in any of these other segments or matches or anything like that. It ju- it just seemed like another impact. Um, was there anything else you want to touch on, even before we go to the plugs? I can't think of anything. Alrighty. Uh, so where can the good people on the internet find you, Eamon? They can find me on the Twitters at Eamon2, please. Uh, also, uh, check out Inspire Pro Wrestling and InspireProWrestling.com. And uh, check out our Fade to Black event, which is this Sunday, uh, featuring a lot of talented individuals uh, who are not in TNA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, I am Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitters. Uh, if you want more from the Mayhem Show, you can go to SorgatronMedia.com. You can go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can email us at GoodTimes at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Tell us if you're watching TNA, why, <laughs> and if it's to laugh at it. I understand. I worry for you, but I understand. Um. And if you want more of this, every Tuesday night, we have solid entertainment from 5.30 Eastern all the way up to roundabout to midnight. We talk tech. We talk video games. We talk awesome things. We talk wrestling on the Wrestling Mayhem Show around about 9 o'clock. And then we have the Indie Mayhem Show with Eamon and Sorg, and they talk to a whole lot of independent professional grapplers. And, um, yeah, so we got one more show to talk about, one more pay-per-view. And, uh... We'll see you next week on Lumid Week. Whoa! Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.